Welcome to Before the Business, a podcast dedicated to telling the origin stories of entrepreneurs. My name is Craig Swiston. Corey Zellickson is an entrepreneur and innovator who has launched a number of successful e-commerce and technology startup companies. He and his family choose to eat a plant-based diet. Although gaining in popularity, plant-based products are not as readily available. To solve that problem, he decided to create Shop Veggie, a digital marketplace where consumers can get, with one click, access to a wide variety of plant-based and sustainable living products. Please join me in welcoming Corey Zellickson. Hi, Corey. Thanks for taking time to speak with me today. Let's jump right in. Can you describe what Veggie is? So Veggie Veggie is a digital marketplace for plant-based and sustainable brands. Really, what we saw was, you know, over the last two years, there's been a lot of growth in the plant-based food space, and we've seen hundreds and hundreds of new brands coming to market. The problem is that all these brands are competing with each other whether it's a plant-based chicken company or a plant-based burgers. And so they'll compete on taste and texture profile. And then all these companies are competing for the same shelf space. And, and frankly, there's just not enough shelf space in the country to accommodate this huge influx of brands. And there's brands that exist in one area that have gained popularity that nobody's heard of in another area. And so the idea, you know, in addition to like providing customers with access to the largest selection of plant-based and sustainable living products, a big part of our business is actually supporting and helping scale small startups, local brands, reaching a national audience, and then supporting even larger multinational brands who are looking to enter into new markets as well. As a marketplace, it's not a, it's not a traditional uh, e-commerce store where we have one website and one warehouse. We have we have multiple points of distribution across the U.S. and Canada, and so we're able to have that marketplace model where we service customers with selection and variety, and then we service brands with access to that audience, as well as distribution and marketing resources. So what does the customer experience look like when they, when they first go to shopveggie.com? Really, really focused on the user experience. When you come to our website, um, you're going to find all of the popular brands you know and love, and you can see in the grocery store. So we'll carry you know, Beyond Meat and Tofurky and Gardein and all the same brands you can find in the grocery store. But more importantly, we carry a lot of brands that you can't find in the grocery store. And so we're supporting a lot of those startups and unique curated offerings of of SKUs that you wouldn't normally find otherwise. And it really opens the door for people to explore uh, new categories and new products, uh, all within a, a consolidated shopping experience. You know, so for me and my family, we have we have three kids. Uh, we're all plant based, and so we always found that we'd have to go shop in multiple stores to get everything we need. And so the idea really is to consolidate a lot of these brands together in one platform where consumers can come and have access to the largest selection of the brands they know and love, and explore and and get introduced to new products that we're onboarding to the platform. What would you say the plant based industry looks like today? I think that most people, and like when I eliminated meat from my diet, there was almost no options. You were stuck with like tofu and garden burgers, right? And, and the industry has evolved so much today that I, I would say, or I would challenge somebody to say, you look at what you eat during the course of a normal week. You know, you have uh, meatballs or burgers or whatever products that you have that incorporate meat into it. I can almost guarantee you there's a plant-based alternative that we have available on the site today. For from somebody that's looking to start incorporating plant-based products into their diet, I really just suggest like looking at what you consume on a weekly basis 
And there's a lot of low-hanging fruit and very easy replacements that you can make with what you can purchase from our site just to start incorporating it, incorporating more plant-based options into your diet. It's it's not it's not even that complicated anymore. If you want something that's got ground beef in it, we have a ground beef alternative. If you want chicken, there's chicken alternatives. If you want to have, you know, a burger, there's an alternative for that. So, you know, milk, everything else, ice cream, you can pretty much replace anything that you're consuming, even eggs now today, um, with with a plant-based alternative. So if you want to be plant-based or go plant-based, you can start or incorporate it to whatever extent you want. But there's pretty much an alternative for almost everything today. So how does the business help those smaller companies reach their customers? One of the things that we noticed really quickly um, when we started the company was if you're looking at, for example, like the plant-based foods category in general, the most popular products within the category are plant-based proteins. So meat, dairy, seafood, egg, and cheese alternatives, right? These are products that are required to be stored, frozen, picked, packed, and shipped, delivered to consumers frozen. And so the reality is a lot of the brands that fall into that category have no ability to deliver product direct to consumer, which is why their focus is always on the retail box stores. So having having a national cold chain logistics network, we actually open the door for a lot of these CPG companies and companies that are in that protein space to be able to actually target and get products direct to consumer through online channels. And so we offer um, fulfillment services as well. We looked at that category and recognized that the most popular products fall under that frozen category. And we set up our first distribution centers internally. And as we grew and expanded and we acquired two other companies, those acquisitions came with extra warehouses. So now we have five warehouses in the US and one here in Canada. And we actually offer brands the ability to onboard into our fulfillment network. So similar to like Amazon FBA, you know, if you have a shelf stable product, you can go send a case of your product to Amazon, get it listed on Amazon and sell it online. But we really specialize on that cold chain direct consumer. So today, over 40% of the products that we carry in internal inventory actually come on consignment from brands that are leveraging our distribution network to get products to customers across the country. And how many products do you have on Shop Veggie at the moment? There's over 3,000 SKUs available today. And in terms of adding new products to the platform, what's, uh, what's that look like? We've onboarded close to 150 brands um, to the platform in the past year um, across a range of categories. Again, most popular categories, food products. Um, and we have, we have a backlog today uh, that we're working at. We have about 200 brands that are in queue. And, and it just goes back to my point that like, even with, with what we have in queue and the brands that we've already onboarded, you're talking about hundreds of new brands that are coming to market looking for exposure and, and are really understanding that getting onto their retail distribution side is very challenging. Companies like Costco and Walmart, they might do their merchandising meetings you know, quarterly, quarterly or semi-annually. So you could be waiting six months just to find out if you can get listed. So let's go back to the beginning, the origin. Did you just wake up one day and say, here's a problem that needs to be solved and I may as well be the one to try and solve it? I mean, I've, I've, I've implemented, launched and scaled marketplace platforms in the past. So it's not an unfamiliar concept to me. And I've been involved in e-commerce businesses throughout my, my whole career since graduating from engineering at the University of Manitoba. 
So the concept itself of the marketplace is not foreign. Consumers today, um, especially you know in today's day and age, are much more aligned uh, with the brands they choose to purchase from, and people are even willing to pay more for companies that they know are sustainable. And so for me, it was really about providing better access for consumers and better support for all of these really innovative startup brands. And that's one thing I'm really grateful for, to be honest, too, is being a part of the space and, and, and the way that our company is positioned, we get a lot of consumer insights, right, into what products, categories and brands are trending. You know, one thing that really surprised me at the beginning of last year was the amount of traction that the plant-based seafood category was getting. And it's just still, you know, one of our top selling categories today. And so I, I'm fortunate to be able to see a lot of these innovations and these new companies coming to market. And, and our goal is really to help support them and, and their online retail strategies. But it sounds like you intentionally set your mind to building a business, sat down, planned it out properly, drew on your experience, rather than saying, kind of, damn the torpedoes, I'm just going to launch this and see what happens. No, I think that, that, that we recognized exactly what I've been saying is that there, there's just too many brands coming to market that, that can be supported through traditional brick and mortar retail stores. And so there was and is still a need for this business model in the space. And, and, and since we launched it, we've had continuous validation, everything from small startup brands to large multinational brands that we've onboarded and supported. So it was, it was an analysis and, and, and a look at where the market was positioned. But as much as your heart is in plant-based foods, you also built this business on your head. You, you, know, you thought meticulously and strategically about it, right? No, that's accurate. <laughs> that's accurate. And fr frankly, you know what? When we started it, I didn't expect um, to, to really get the amount of support that we have had on the services side. So we launched the site. You know, we, used, um, we connected the website in the U.S. with three large national dropship distributors. That allowed us to put like 3,000 products under the site on day one and start driving traffic to understand, you know, what products and categories were trending. And that's what built out like our Veggie Express offering and the internal inventory because you, you lose control over the user experience with dropshippers, right? You have no control over inventory, shipping, delivery times, products arriving frozen. And so we started to build that out ourselves. And as we started to expand our own distribution network to get, you know, better economies of scale, cheaper shipping costs to customers. We really started, that's when we started realizing how much value that distribution network would bring to a lot of the brands that couldn't access those D2C channels. Maybe this is an odd question, but why are you an entrepreneur? I mean, you're a guy with an engineering degree. Well, I like engineering and I, I, I got into engineering because I like science and I like mathematics and I like building things. And the early stages of, of building a company from scratch are really what are the most exciting stages of the business for me. I did work in engineering for a while. Do you remember, I don't know if you remember the movie Office Space, but you know that, that was my, my junior engineering days. I was sitting in a cubicle all day running simulations and then it, it, it just it didn't, didn't resonate very well with me. And starting up companies from scratch and having an idea, taking taking a concept from a pitch deck, bringing it to become a real company is what's really exciting for me. And, and that's that's the most exciting part about being an entrepreneur is taking a concept from an idea and, and building it into something into reality. So what advice would you provide to somebody who believes they have a great business idea? 
I think one of the most important things, like if you have a great business idea, is to, to look at the feasibility for it, first of all, make sure that you understand that there is a market for it. Um, and then looking at the economics that, that you know that you'll be able to make money. And, and, and you're not always going to make money right away. Like some businesses take time to scale and get to profitability. It's hard to scale a business and grow it and be profitable at the same time. Sometimes profitability can come down the road. But what I really suggest doing is building a financial model for your business. And, and essentially, what that, that's, that's a glorified spreadsheet where you can model all the inputs to the business and all the assumptions and variables, and then project out and forecast revenue, administrative and general costs, cost for goods, your margins, and really build an understanding of your business. And even today, we have a very extensive financial model. So if something changes in our company, if we need to hire more people or people are let go or we want to incorporate new products or changing margins. Those are all things that we can analyze through our model and really understand. So building a financial model with an accountant is really important to understanding your business and, and, and how it's subject to changes through the market. How do you deal with the inevitable stress of trying to build a business as an entrepreneur? I've learned how to maintain a proper schedule and a routine of health and wellness to better support myself as a CEO and help me help the company. Did you learn these things by trial and error or is there somebody who's kind of showed you the ropes? No, I, I had I had someone that I worked with initially who was fantastic and she introduced me to a lot of the concepts around, um, you know, like your sleep cycles uh, and, and how that works and maintaining energy levels throughout the day, you know, looking at, at, at when you're, when you're deeply focused on work, taking little breaks, 15-minute breaks every 90 minutes, and then also understanding that when you're scheduling your day, putting all of your high cognitive demand functions and, and, and needs earlier in the day, because your cortisol levels and your energy levels are highest in the morning, and so your cognitive function is best in the morning. And then you know some of the more mundane tasks or paperwork or collaborative conversations that you're going to have and creative conversations and reserving those for the afternoon. Thanks for that, Corey. Shop Veggie, S-H-O-P-V-E-J-I-I.com, shopveggie.com. Appreciate your time today. Yeah, thanks, Greg. You have a great afternoon. If you like listening to the origin stories of entrepreneurs, please continue to rate, review, and share the podcast with your family and friends. For more origin stories, check out the full collection at beforethebusiness.com.